Have you ever wondered if you could make a difference? This podcast brings you inspirational people who are making a tremendous difference. We will also be talking to experts in the field of creating the mindset you need so that nothing holds you back from making your vision a reality right now. Welcome to the Game Changers Podcast. And now, here's your host, Michelle Dutro. Welcome, everybody, to this week's Game Changer Podcast. My name is Michelle Dutro, and I am your host. And I'm really excited to bring to you on our fourth installment of Removing What Doesn't Belong, Dr. Jay Davidson. And before I uh, swing the microphone over to him and, and hand this off and have him fill in any gaps, I want to tell you that of the topics that I talk about, there are few things that matter more to me than this. It's why I've devoted four entire weeks to this topic that when it comes to your overall health and well-being, you have to start with getting rid of what does not belong in your body, in your psyche, in your you know spirit, soul, everything that is getting in the way of you having great health and uh, longevity and vitality and a clear mindset and having the energy to pursue whatever you want. You know, it doesn't start with well, what kind of vitamin C should I be taking? In my opinion, and I know from all the research I've already done here on on Dr. J that. He feels the same way. This is an insanely important topic. So wherever you are, I hope that you have the next half hour to kind of clear your mind of whatever else may be going on in your day or other thoughts that may be out there and really tune in because for some people, this truly could be the conversation that turns your health around, that gives you an awareness of stuff that maybe you didn't consider before. Like I said, this topic is so insanely important to me in my private practice for you know more than 10 years. This is always where I start. So I know that uh, we are uh, kindred spirits already right before I started hitting the record button. I could have talked to him for an hour before I even hit record. So I stopped myself so that we could learn more about him uh, together. So with that, Dr. J, what should the audience know about you before we launch into the world of toxicity? You know, that's a, a great question. Um, actually just got, we, we were talking right before this that I literally just got my recording uh studio set back up in our new house. We just moved to San Diego. So a little bit chaotic the last couple of days, but, uh, in the topic of detox and chemicals, you know, I'm always focused on how do you reduce exposure, lessen it. And we can get into why that even matters. Cause I'm sure there's some people that are like, well, I, you know, I doesn't, doesn't affect me. And we can talk about that, but, uh, just in my new home, um, cause with homes, there's always a couple things you want to consider, right? Is there water damage, which will lead to mold and if it's a new home, you have all the off-gassing of the new chemicals, like the VOCs and different things. And in the new house that we have, the three bedrooms have brand new carpet in them. I'm like, oh, great. What are we going to do? You know, replace them with wood flooring, even though we just bought the house. And I actually found um, there was some natural uh, three-part system that I got where it was shampoo. And then actually the second thing was sealing the VOCs into the carpet. And then the third thing was actually like a, a stain remover. Natural just finished applying that. Um, it's been like the last two days, kind of like apply it, let it dry, apply it. And I, I kid you not, the new carpet smell is gone. So i um, super excited about that. So Awesome. Okay. So before, and you've already brought things up that I could go 15 different directions on. But before we do our deep dive, so your background by training, you're a chiropractor, right? Yes. Yep. 
but no longer brick and mortar? Are you seeing clients in a chiropractic way? So one, uh, two questions here. One, how did you even decide to get into uh, becoming a chiropractor? And then why did you step away from it to do what you're doing now? Yeah, a great question. So yeah, my wife and I, uh, we graduated from chiropractic school and into the whole chiropractic thing is undergraduate and then another three and a, well, we went full time. So it was three and a half years to get your doctorate. Uh, and then we opened up practice in the Milwaukee, Wisconsin area, which happens to be very heavily lime, lime rich area, which is kind of where my focus shifted to because of that sort of. But uh, so we had a, a high volume chiropractic office and that just means we saw a lot of people. So we saw five, 600 visits in a week um, and very successful helping a lot of people. And my wife had our daughter uh, almost four years ago and afterwards, after the labor process and, and the pregnancy process was, was tough on her. But after the labor process, um, she just didn't recover and it got really bad to the point that she literally almost died and had to stop breastfeeding. I mean, every, like everything in her body basically shut down. And it was at that point I said, okay, we have to figure this out. And to backtrack just a little bit, she had Lyme disease when she was seven years old. She grew up in Madison, Wisconsin, hot zone of it. Uh, basically, they gave her some medication. They didn't understand what was going on. It caused brain encephalitis, brain swelling. She went into a coma for six weeks. And uh, through the persistence of her mom, tested for Lyme, came back positive, And then her whole health conundrum basically stem from that, right? A couple of heart surgeries, sinus scraping. I mean, just all kinds of issues. They thought at one time she had this big cancer lump under her arm and ended up being myositis, which apparently NFL football players get, um, you know, which, you know, she does not fit that at all. So all these weird things um, kind of came through her history, I met her. We were very interested in nutrition, you know, structure of the body, um, you know, chiropractic wise, spine, and, and you know, um, dietary things, food wise. But never really wanted to rock the boat. You know, it felt like she was always kind of the the guinea pig, and so we kind of just she just kind of got by by doing these healthier things. But then when my daughter came, it was what seemed to not be the blessing in disguise, but it was um, really, she crashed, almost died. And it put my focus and her focus really on getting her well and going to the underlying root cause. Uh, so instead of just getting by, like actually, you know, improving her health. And from that point, basically it shifted my focus from the chiropractic, you know, brick and mortar office world to more of what maybe you would call like a functional medicine type type world of Lyme disease, heavy metal detox, you know, gut issues, those kind of things. And um, next thing you know, just getting, getting so um, the schedule getting so full in both worlds that uh, I just put my foot in the sand because it was affecting family life and, and time. And, and we sold our chiropractic office and now I do this full time. And I'm sure I don't have to ask why you left Milwaukee for San Diego. <laughs> I'm guessing yeah. that's the obvious a little bit. <laughs> yeah, well, weather, absolutely. You know, 60 to 80 degrees year round. Right. It's definitely not a bad choice. But I actually have a, a sister that lives here and, and just reevaluating priorities. It's, right. you know, um, she's got a couple of kids. I have a, a child for the cousins to grow up next to each other. Plus, you know, you throw some good weather in there. Bonus. So <laughs> absolutely. Very good. So this is what you're doing now full-time is coaching people. And we're going to get to that at the end of this on how people can reach you. But I want to give them the 
the really powerful why, they're going to want to do that uh, in between now and that point. So let's back this up to when we're talking about your wife and really getting a handle on, okay, what's going on and, and that she can't have a way of life. It's not sustainable just to barely get by. So the blessing in disguise, I get there. And for, and, and for a lot of people, I think being hit by a two by four really is a wake up call or a, or a change of mindset to say, I've got to do something differently than what I'm doing right now. And I know that you and I feel the same way about this topic on how important and imperative it is. But for those folks listening that say, okay, toxic, toxicity, what are these guys? Okay, if I don't live in uh, Milwaukee. I'm nowhere near. It was, I'm in Florida, or I'm in Boston, or I'm in Oregon. Um, and that, so this conversation must not impact me because there's just no toxins here. Or what people I think maybe have heard about as far as it relates to toxicity is, you know, you talked about household uh, chemicals. Like we hear a lot about the cleaners that people use. So I think people, you know, maybe uh, think about it that way, looking at more natural or organic uh, type products, but that's not all we're talking about. In fact, that just scratches the surface of this topic. So if someone's listening right now and they say, well, toxins, how, how and where would I even be exposed to that? How on a very 40,000 foot view, because you and I could get way in the weeds on this topic, but from a very high level for somebody who says, I don't really think this is for me. I don't think I'm around toxins at all. Or if I am, you know, it can't be very much. What would you say to that person? Well, the easiest thought is understanding that, you know, we live on planet Earth, which means we share one atmosphere. So something that's done in one part of the world is going to affect everybody else in another part from Fukushima to, you know, all kinds of pollution that happens and toxicity, you know, the, the damaging thing and the dangerous thing. I mean, even the endocrine society just published a, uh, their second review a few months ago, talking about how these chemicals um, basically last forever and they get passed on to certain generations. So give me, give you an example. Let's say, let's, let's bring up heavy metals. For instance, you've got mercury, you've got lead, cadmium, arsenic, aluminum. And, and I've had, you know, I've had people in the medical, maybe kind of more of the standard medical world say, you don't need a detox. That's what your liver and kidneys are for. You know, um, your body's built for that. And it's like that those organs are, you know, liver is obviously the primary detoxer, but when we get overwhelmed, the body needs assistance to deal with a bombardment. So um, it's it's kind of insane to think that, you know, just the organs you're given is going to take care of you if we overload the system. And so backing up the train a little bit, heavy metals, for instance, we know lead, the heavy metal lead, right? That leaded paint, leaded gasoline, um, there's still leaded um lead and lipstick, 75% of the lipsticks tested today still have lead. You put them on your lips, ladies. And then of course you're chewing, you're basically eating lipstick, you know, you're eating pounds of lipstick in your lifetime. So there's, there's obviously exposure to it, but what's scary is that lead gets stored in your bone and lead will actually get passed on to the next generation. They found up to four generations on the female side. So the, the childbearing side. So even if you somehow figure out how to live in a bubble, which is impossible because we're all again on one atmosphere, but if you figure out how to live in a bubble, you could also be toxic or be suffering from toxicity issues or have problems with toxicity simply from your grandma, your mom, or even great grandmother, because things get passed on basically the chain. 
Exactly. And I know that, you know, there was a couple of really uh, good studies that came out on testing the umbilical cord of women. This was out of Canada. And, you know, it's like 233 on average toxins found, and those are all transferred over to a baby. So it's one thing to be an adult who is trying to deal with and withstand that level of a toxin exposure. But now you have a five, six, seven pound baby that that's being transferred to, and you're coming into the world this way. So all of this is, is uh, crazy, insanely important. And to talk about lead, you know, there was also a, a report that came out on almost virtually every candy bar on the market today. And I don't want to name names like, you know, Snickers and Mars bars and Reese's, but I just did, all of which contain <laughs> lead. And so literally, I don't, I don't know what air you're breathing or what food you're eating or what water you're drinking that, that is not going to have some level of toxin exposure. And to your point, you know, if you're coming in this world with a certain level and then you just keep adding to that without ever doing anything to remove it, you know, it's almost like we're all kind of ticking time bombs, right? So... That said, when we're talking about, let's just specifically talk about heavy metals. In your experience from all chronic degenerative disease for things that go awry where our body is no longer operating in a state of homeostasis, how much would you say is related to some sort of specific to the lead, cadmium, arsenic, to the heavy metal exposure that's out there? How, how much of a factor do you think that plays? I really, th I believe, Michelle, that it is the modern day epidemic that's happening right now. Heavy metals, I think we're just finally understanding the degree of what heavy metals are in from even, you know, herbs and supplements and things like that. Things that would be quote unquote healthy, contaminated with heavy metals, let alone obviously things that are clearly, you know, watching out for, whether it's dental amalgam fillings that have mercury in them, vaccines that have aluminum and mercury uh, in them, whether it's, you know, our environment, of course, the fish always get all the attention for mercury. But, you know, the thing that you have to understand, and, and just to back up a little bit too, because I know there's probably people thinking right now, why I, I use antibacterial soap, I use fragrances, I use colognes, yet I'm not, you know, I'm not affected. You have to understand you're not affected until your bucket overflows. So genetically speaking, you are given a size bucket from your parents, basically, and the bigger bucket, the better in this case. And then mom also passed on some chemicals to you. So let's say you had a medium-sized bucket and a medium-sized amount of chemical that mom passed on. You're not going to start getting symptoms until those chemicals, that, that bucket fills up and the bucket's overflowing. So when somebody says, oh yeah, that doesn't affect me, I'm fine, I don't have to worry about that, it does affect them. They just haven't had symptoms yet. And so understanding it's only when your bucket overflows when symptoms hit. And the, the, the negative side or the downside of this is when symptoms hit, it's a downward spiral. It's really hard to break that. So minimizing toxins and detoxifying now is the time to do it, not to wait and say, you know what, maybe I should look into this detoxing thing after you have a bunch of symptoms. Is that does that make sense? Totally. And you know, my analogy too for symptoms showing up is kind of uh, on the on your car's dashboard where the oil light comes on. Because if you wait till the oil light comes on, meaning your car's running without any oil in it, you've got about, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes and then your <laughs> engine's on fire. And and so a little bit late, right? And unfortunately in Western medicine, that that's we're very reactive. We're not we're not set up for prevention at all. And I don't want to get into the design for why that is, but there's a very big why that that is the case. But the reality is our health is has to be our responsibility.
and the education courtesy of the internet or, you know, podcasts or everything else that is out there, I think really is our responsibility, our personal responsibility to say, what am I doing as it relates to prevention? Because lack of disease that you currently think you have a lack of disease doesn't, is not a sign of good health. And so I agree with you completely that once that bucket tips over, now you're on a slippery slope, you know, truly trying to clamber onto the edge of the cliff to hang on. And, and that's just not a place that anybody wants to be. So moving into the second phase, if we've already identified there's a lot of bad stuff that's out there, quite frankly, and we're looking at how in the world, without going into crazy amounts of detail, because people are going to be able to get a hold of you um, when they want to and should want to get a hold of you to talk more about this. But when it comes to detoxing, and this is a little bit what you and I touched about before I hit the record button, a lot of people have different versions of what detoxing is, whether that's, oh, I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to avoid gluten and sugar and alcohol and caffeine, and I'm going to detox that way. Or uh, I am going to uh, go on a vegetarian diet for 30 days, and I'm going to detox from all red meat. Or when you're talking about heavy metals, uh, I'm going to try to find out whatever is out there to try to remove those from my system. So to you, when you're talking about detoxing, and I know because it's on your website, a very specific protocol, but to you, if you're looking at, again, a high level of the order to which you should detox and things that you should pay attention to, because there is a way to get all of this stuff out of your body and get back into, uh, you know, really a state of good health. What is that from your perspective? That's a great question. So to define detox, because people use detox, right? And I'm going to detox from alcohol. I'm going to do a detox. And yet they, uh, like you had mentioned before, uh, we were chatting, you know, they're just going to eliminate sugar and that's what they're considering a detox or a colon cleanse. Thinking about detox, I, um, you know, from my perspective, I think about detoxification as really removing toxins at the cellular level. And when you think about, because the only reason that this topic even matters is because of health. You want to improve your health or you want to stay healthy because if you lose your health, everything gets affected. And all the things that we've worked to, unfortunately, get negatively affected. So improving your health is important. And understanding how to improve your health is really about decreasing inflammation at the cellular level. Inflammation at the cellular level is really what causes disease or disease and it causes uh, obviously the body to have problems. And then kind of backtracking and saying, well, what causes inflammation in the body? You could probably boil it down to three main things. You could say a couple of them are probably dietary, right? So bad fats, which would be like hydrogenation, trans fat, um, you know, rancid oils, those kind of things. Uh, sugar, right? So sugar will suppress your immune system. Sugar will increase inflammation. And then the third thing would put in, uh, I would put, say, toxins. So then expanding that category of toxins, I would say heavy metals is probably the biggest epidemic happening right now that is not properly being addressed at the cellular level. Um, but you would also throw the category of biotoxins and all that means bio and toxin. Toxin is a chemical that obviously affects the body negatively. Um, but bio means living. So it's a living toxin. So living toxin would be Lyme, uh, Lyme disease, co-infections, those kind of things would be kind of thrown into that world. But Lyme disease, uh, mold, right? Mold is actually a biotoxin. And then maybe another big thing um, would be something that would disrupt um, like our endocrine system. So what they would call like an endocrine disrupting chemical, like a BPA. So, you know, a plastic, something like that. So those toxins, um, as we're surrounded by it, obviously increase inflammation that negatively affects your health. So I think focusing on looking, making, you know, first step, I would say, 
you just you have, you have great questions, Michelle. My mind's like, I got five answers in my head to try to <laughs> cover them all. Um, the first thing I would say is we want to remove the source. Detoxification or trying to lessen the stuff that's in our body or remove it doesn't happen well if we're still being exposed to things. So that was kind of my whole thing about sealing up our carpet from VOC is like, hey, I want to you know try to lessen the chemical exposure that I'm around um, because I know then my body will only be able to detox what's inside of it easier. So removing uh, sources of it. So for instance, um, you know, if you get a flu shot every year, that's got 25 micrograms of mercury in it. So, and that's getting, you know, bypassed your whole immune system. It's getting injected right into your uh, arteries, you know, bypassing all basically the natural defenses of your body. So doing that every year, that's going to add up to obviously a huge toxicity burden. So stopping getting a flu shot, it would be obviously a good recommendation to reduce heavy metal exposure. If you have amalgam fillings in your mouth, which is basically the silver fillings in your teeth, which by weight, it's a little bit over 50% weight mercury. Um, it's like 25% silver, zinc, and some other minerals, uh, metals in there, but it's mainly mercury. You know, getting those out of your teeth, that's removing the source. But I caution you, um, you have to prep your body. You have to go to somebody that's going to protect, uh, try to minimize the exposure as much as possible in, in kind of what they call like a biological dentist. So that's not something you want to schedule tomorrow. You have to definitely uh, read up on that. But removing the source and then once you remove the source or try to limit the source, because we can never get away from all the toxins. It's insane. We, we There's no way we could live in a bubble. But there's a lot of easy ones that we can reduce or remove. The more that we remove those, the more our body can actually deal with what's stored inside of it. If we're constantly exposed to toxins, our body can never deal with what's stored inside. It's just trying to deal with the onslaught every day. And that's really where that negative effect of filling the bucket up happens. So the key is how do we start the process of slowly emptying the bucket? So I would say the first thing when I look at, um, you know, a client that's having toxicity issues is you got to make sure the pathways, uh, what I, what I like to refer to as like the draining pathways are open. So you've got the liver, the kidneys, the colon, uh, the lymphatic system, the skin, right? So those are pathways that the body just can move things out of. If those are clogged up, anytime you would begin to try to detox your own, somebody's, somebody's going to have reactions because the basically, um, pathways, how the body moves it out of the body are clogged up. And so you want to make sure that those are open. So fixing the gut or putting some attention to the gut is always important. Um, in, in identifying in an individual weakened areas, weakened organs to make sure that you're giving some attention to it. So let's say, um, you know, somebody's got yellow skin on their, uh, like their skin's a little yellow, like in their hands. Well, then that, that could be a sign that the liver is very stressed. So we'd want to support that along with making sure that the other pathways are starting to open up and move before we ever begin to detox. I, I look at detox. It's definitely the thing that attracts everybody, but it's one of the last steps in um, really following through because it can it can be, you know, I can't think of a better word than dangerous, but it, it can be detrimental or dangerous if not done correctly. And so making sure you take the proper steps ahead of time to get your body prepared for it, I think is one of the most important things we can do.
I, I agree. And, you know, um, an analogy that I use, I, I love that that uh, this was your example on uh, you've got to lessen, if not eliminate, the, the toxin exposure. I mean, we can't completely eliminate it. But, you know, my explanation is if you're spending your time constantly, you're, you're bleeding, right? You're bleeding to death. So you're constantly bandaging and, and uh, sticking on Band-Aids every which way. Well, here's the deal. If you don't stop that person from stabbing you, you're never going to get ahead of the game. <laughs> and, and that's what it is, right? People just spend all their time on Band-Aids. Band-Aids, then how about if we spend a minute, which is that toxic exposure uh, of constantly getting knifed everywhere, and then the bandages will be able to get a little ahead of. So I, I agree with everything you're saying. Now, if someone's listening right now and they're thinking, holy cow, you're already making this sound like even if I did want to do something, there's danger in that. Um, and, and, and what I don't want people to think is like, I so don't know how to do this or what the right steps are. Maybe it's just safer for me to do nothing. That That's also not an answer. In fact, that's, you know, it potentially could be worse. But to your point, you do things wrong and you stir up the pot and you could make yourself far more sick. So if somebody says, okay, I want to get started. I'd like to learn more about this. I, I want to speak with uh, Dr. Jay Davidson directly and I want him to be my health coach. What is the best way that people can get a hold of you? And I know on your website, if you could let people know what you offer on your website, because I downloaded it and read almost the whole thing here, word for word, before uh, we jumped on this podcast. So what what people can find when they expect, uh, you know, by jumping on your website, what they can expect in working with you, and then what you offer on your website for, uh, for a free download. I would love for people to know that as well. Yeah, the website is definitely the best way to uh, get more info and find our phone number, email, all that. It's just my name, doctor, so D-R-J-J-A-Y and Davidson, just like Harley Davidson. Unfortunately, no relationship to that though. Um, so drjdavidson.com is the website. And on there uh, right now, we've got uh, a couple free downloads. There's the Lyme disease, why the antibiotic bug bomb is not the answer. You can get that for free. And then also the heavy metal detox ebook, uh, which is probably what you're referring to. And that is definitely just a gold mine of information and things, um, talking about detoxification, understanding that more. And, you know, the best way, cause you can look at this and say, this is an elephant, you know, this is a big topic. The best way to eat an elephant is one bite at a time. So if I was to say, start somewhere, literally just say, you know what, make a decision that you're going to learn more about the topic. And when you look back a year from now, you're going to say, wow, I've learned so much in the last year. And it's been a journey for me. I know probably the same thing for you too, Michelle, like things just don't happen overnight of, of knowledge and experience and, and figuring it out. It's, it's, it's the journey and enjoy that. But if there's a couple things that we can do is just be conscious of what you're surrounding yourself with. Um, think about the things that you buy and purchase as far as foods or products. And if there's three things to just kind of think about again as a topic, eliminate bad fats, eliminate sugars and limit toxins uh, or, or work on, you know, limiting toxic exposures that come from as simple as Teflon pans, right? You have Teflon pans in your kitchen, switch them out for stainless steel or maybe a ceramic, you know, that, um, uh, you know, just something like that. Start there. If you have plastic, if you're the Tupperware king or queen, you know, start switching that over to like a glass Pyrex, you know, little simple changes like that sustained changes are the things in five or 10 years that are going to be a magnitude of difference that are really going to help and exponentially improve your health in the long run. 
I agree. And, and while we're doing this, taking a look at when you're talking about the simple things, looking at labels of the chemicals of what you're spraying all over your countertops, right? What you're putting on your skin. You're, you may as well. Uh, I, I love when anything you put on your skin says not meant for consumption. Well, <clears throat> anything going on your skin, you are consuming. <laughs> so anything that's got a paraben in it, right? That's a, uh, we're, we're, we, we know these are, are known carcinogens. So all of this, to your point, is pay more attention. Just pay attention to what we can do and start there. So with that, final two questions. Best piece of advice you would have for someone, <coughs> sorry, on this topic. Yeah, um, best advice for somebody on this topic. Honestly, I would say, change. you know, diet, I think, is matters. You know, changing your diet, removing sugars, removing bad fats is an easy start. And then if you're going to look into maybe starting the detoxification process, there's a thing that's called glutathione. Um, look into that. It's kind of a big word, but it's the strongest antioxidant in the body and it's your body's natural detoxifier. So it can help to kind of begin the process. And they know research has shown that people suffering with cancer or diagnosed with autism, they have very low, low glutathione levels versus kind of the quote unquote average population. And somebody that's a healthier individual actually has higher levels of glutathione. So the higher uh, generally, obviously the better. So in doing something to raise glutathione intracellularly, like inside the cell, and it's not you know, cut as dry as just taking glutathione. But looking into doing something like that, I think is a great, um, easy, easier step to kind of begin the true detoxification process. Uh, so I think that that would be my my advice. Look into glutathione. And that's in his download. So more reason to jump on his website and download that free ebook, because that's a good start of the education on that for sure. So last and final question. Out of your entire journey that you have been through thus far in life, what is the one thing that you absolutely believe to be true? Um, less is more. Less is more, you know, it, but I think in order to appreciate that, you have to see the other side of it, whether it's talking about like health protocols, like supplements. I mean, so many people come to me and they have you know, 40 supplements they're taking at once. It's like, man, that's just too much. Or just maybe, uh, you know, I, I moved from a over 3000 square foot house now to quite a bit smaller, you know, like knowing just simplifying and, um, maybe to add to that creating not reverse engineering. So stop thinking about what do I have to do maybe today or tomorrow with your to-do list. Stop worrying about that and start writing down a stop doing list. How can you remove things off of your plate to uh, free up you know, um, your headspace, freedom, stress levels? So I think less is more is, um, would probably be my answer to that. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for your time, as you know, and I'm sure hopefully people can get that by listening to this. I could truly talk to you for hours on literally any one of these topics. It could be their own entire show. So I hope people listen and that they're inspired. They're going to jump on your website. It will all be in the show notes there with a link to that. And as well, like we're saying, start somewhere. If you eliminate one thing that's in your environment today, that's only going to be helpful. So at least do that and keep adding to that little by little. Educate yourself, listen to podcasts on this topic, uh, read, f find out everything you can on this topic. I simply don't think there's one that's more impactful to your overall health than the topic that we're talking about right now. So I truly appreciate your time and you sharing your wisdom and your thoughts uh, with 
with the audience. I know that everybody hopefully is inspired to do something to help eliminate these things that absolutely are impacting us. Uh, if not today, be ready for it tomorrow because it'll catch up. So thank you again so much for your time. I appreciate it immensely. Absolutely. It was my pleasure. Thanks for listening in on this episode of the Game Changers podcast. The next step is to hit the subscribe button to make sure you never miss an episode or any of our incredible guests. Thanks again, and we'll talk to you next time.